I'm nervous. It's okay, so am I. This is our actually first recording. Um, let's just talk like how we usually talk. Okay, I'm ready. How do I sound? You sound amazing. How do I sound? <laughs> sound splendid, darling. How does my hair look? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Maybe. So, yes. welcome everybody to Nikah in the City with your host Aisha and co-host Noor from London. Big up, big up, London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, by the way, I'm in Seattle. In case I don't think they know that yet. But you know, Nikah in the City. I just, you know, we were talking about this. You know, I told you I wanted to make a podcast and love to have you there and share stories about you know experiences personal or even what we have observed in our community and our society just really get down to the to the nitty-gritty you know talking about things I always wanted a space where we can speak about things openly of course in an educational format way and to spread awareness with certain things there's a lot of you know, people that I know personally, and even myself from my own experience where, you know, I had to kind of deal with my own problems alone. And I wish that there was something that I can listen to or a place that I can like, you know, have a community, build a community with them and exchange, you know, problems and ideas, especially even anonymously, because sometimes you want to go through things on your own and you feel you might feel judged or maybe even persuade to do something that you don't want to do if you tell certain family members or friends at that time, you know. So this is how I came up with the show. Yeah, and I think it's really important as well to have that type of platform out there because um, I think living in the day and age that we live in, the type of things that we will bring to the table, I think a lot of people can relate to. And I think generally that's what people are looking for, you know. Yes. So let's start. Today I was just on Facebook scrolling and I saw this post. It said, tell me ways that you found out that you were cheat that you were getting cheated on. Okay. And I was just reading those stories. I don't know. I probably I wanted to share. Yeah. The one I was reading. Let's see. Oh, great. I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of them started off by saying, like, you know, she was pregnant or she just had her first baby. And I know that in statistics, a lot of women say, like, my husband cheated on me while I was pregnant or while I was having a baby. Do you think that has any, like, correlation or causation to how the woman is feeling and how she's not going to be there for him at that time, you know, to, you know go and give him whatever he needs to feel like okay I matter I am here and how much of that should a man be understanding you know because it it didn't mean anything yeah go ahead a man should be fully understanding at that time but unfortunately because of the woman and the changes in her body a lot of men are not understanding and maybe neglect and even in regards to intimacy mm-hmm. it probably That's won't be the same so a lot of men will feel as if they're not you know they're not receiving what 
they always what they what were their tents they used to you know mm-hmm. so yeah there's definitely a correlation there you said the right word neglected <laughs> yeah there are men yeah go ahead yep keyword neglected even when a woman has a baby some men feel neglected even though that's their own child Mm -hmm. they feel neglected by their woman once she has a child there are a lot of men that feel that way it's not right but it's okay yeah Mm -hmm. it happens yeah I feel like um, they jokingly say like, oh, you know, you don't have time for me anymore and the baby like this. And how does a woman, like, what would, what could you do? You know, you're breastfeeding, you're staying up all night, you're so they tired. Want that breast milk. <laughs> they do. Trust me. A lot of them want that breast milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh, have man. you not seen guys on on dating sites what do they write on there the first what? thing they write i want a woman who's caring if you <laughs> see that ladies run <laughs> run for your life if you see that that's a good most topic. of the time yeah most of the time it's i want a woman who's caring most of the time it's i want a woman who's like my mom who treats me mm. like a mother who mothers me mm-hmm. Whenever I would see that, it's always them them type of guys. Yeah. I feel like, you know, when I say like, uh, like when we say like we want a man like our father, it's how he was a provider. He was a safe place. You know, he supported us and that. And so men said that they want somebody like their mother. It's actually to baby them, to cater to them like their mother, you know, which is is different right you, you you can't yeah I can be supportive I can be caring I can be nurturing to you but you're the rock you know you are supposed to be it's about how your father treated your mother how your mother treated your father right that was supposed to be the example but a lot of us don't have a really good example of it or we came from you know divorced homes like I did for example but I did see it in my father and my stepmother as a a nuclear family of how it is but even with that nobody is perfect right so how come we are trying to find the ideals when it didn't even like wasn't even there for our uh, uh-huh. okay well i'll tell you why let me tell you what mm. i blame mm. i blame the cartoons we grow up we see <laughs> cinderella uh, with her prince you know yeah. snow white mm. you know always we see all of that yeah we see all of that and we think we hold on to that and we grow up to think we're going to have our happily ever after. Mm-hmm. But have happily ever after doesn't always exist. But we don't at that time, we we put that into our heads and our hearts and our minds and we run with that. So when we don't get it, we're just disappointed because we've been fed this dream for so long since we were kids. You know, it's kind of hard for you to let go of that. Yeah, expectation It's kind of hard for you to let go of that. Whereas, you know. Yeah. that's how it is well, was the older generation just they knew what was up yeah you know they just kind of accepted each other for what it was but they knew but they didn't have that expectation that we have that's very good yeah it's a, expectations is what makes you disappointed and you know you shouldn't expect it right in life yes yeah the funny thing is I about think- those sorry those disney stories it's like you, you know you, they, you see them riding into the sunset oh they lived happily ever after we don't have no proof of that they don't show us how to okay now you got the man okay now how do you live right okay, okay. So let me tell you 
yeah this is how it works I feel like a lot of men they try hard up until the point of the wedding up until the point of I do Mm, and then when mm. the real work kicks in they can't Mm. handle it whereas us from that moment we are committed to it for the rest of our lives and I think that's the difference men only put the hard work in up until the marriage once they secure the ting they no longer care (laughs) trust me so a lot of men change when they get married yeah this, I've, I've heard this a lot i think do they change or do they just stop the chasing and trying to impress you because they got oh you? yeah yeah, yeah. What they, is they, the stop, they stop pretending they ah, stop pretending it's a pretend so it was an act you're saying that's not who uh, they, they change. they just stop pretending you know Oof, that is scary because they do say you first meet the representative of the person right you only know somebody when you live with them this is so how do we know who yeah, to pick yeah. then how, how do you know Especially online dating or online, you know, like these, like, what is it? Muslim match. Muslim That's match. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Lush joke. Back, <laughs> Wait, what was it? It's a, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear the joke. I think I was over talking you. No, I said Muslim match is a joke. Oh, yeah. Listen, let's talk about that, actually. <laughs> yeah. What a girl. Like, I was on there. I'm still on there, but it's just like, I don't have time to be replying to everybody's messages and it's like the same thing, different person um, in a way, you know, and I just want to go in there and just talk about exactly what it is. Like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I want. Can you do this? You know, what do you want? Who are you? But it kind of like an interview thing, right? But I'm not into that whole like, oh, I really like you. You know, let's go see where this is going. We know where it's going. We need to we need to see if we're going to get married or not, right? This is Nikah in the city. This is Muzmatch. We're a Muslim. We don't really yeah. do dating like that. But in between that Nikah, the marriage contract, and getting to know somebody, there's such a mess in between that because some people are not honest. Or like you said, they just pretend and just make you like put up this illusion of who they are to make you like them. And then they, and then they lock you down. And now you get to meet this person who is totally opposite from who you fell in love with or that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with and now it's like you're trapped and now how do you even continue knowing that this person is not even who I wanted mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like back back in those days you know like the family knew each other people know each other in the community yep. and that people made you to come to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage that doesn't happen anymore yeah what do you mean you know, like a man would go to to your father and say, I want your daughter's hand in marriage. They're supposed to do that. So after you meet the guy, he's supposed to come and speak to your dad. And then, right? Yeah, but from the beginning, do it the right way, you know? Exactly. Do it the right way from the beginning. So, but I think my thing is like, I don't know the people or like, I'll make a decision. My father will be there to support it. But then uh, it comes out to be like, oh, this person wasn't even a Muslim the whole time like what you know what I mean or having different opinions on Islamic matters that are important because as a man and he's a leader he needs to have his certain aqidah and certain understanding of the deen because he is going to be leading the family and the children so if Muslim tells me that you know I believe that Jesus died on the cross I'm gonna feel like that's not what I believe and this is a very important thing for me yeah. You know, like so do we like come up with like nikah in the city like questions to ask before marriage i think that would be great yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I think if subscribers or listeners could uh, help us with those questions, that would be really awesome. There will be space for that. But we can come up with that because I, like, yeah. so what questions do you ask? Go ahead. I Honestly, when it comes to Muzmatch, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had some crazy situations on there. Please tell me. Like, tell me. I had one situation that I'll never forget where I was talking to a guy and we hit it off. We hit it off really well for like a whole month. We were talking wow. and texting on the phone and I didn't, the only thing I got, I got a bit, I was a bit, I wondered a bit because there was a moment where he um would there would always be someone in his room talking and I would be like is that your family member do you not like I thought you had your own place like you know can you not go Uh somewhere else Mm -hmm. so I found that to be weird so what had happened is one time I'm talking to him and then he tells me I'll be honest with you I don't think that I can commit to marriage anytime soon and I Mm -hmm. said well what's anytime soon and then he's like to me in the next few months Mm -hmm. so I was like okay that's why right every girl wants to know why yeah and then this guy goes to me because you know there's you know a lot of things happening and stuff like that in my life right now and I said well what what's preventing you from marriage because I I I was always honest with these guys right from the beginning (laughs) right right so he yeah so he told me well I'm in prison whoa what oh my gosh for just a couple of more months no, he had a, a year left. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Crazy. I was like, what? And then he was like, and then he was like, oh, I gotta go to the gospel here. And he hung up on me. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did he get a freaking that's not okay, whatever. Yeah. Wow. It was so... crazy. And I was like, oh my god, I think that's the day I realized I don't want to be on this app anymore. Okay, listen. Okay, okay. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. If you guys mm-hmm. hit it off, everything was great. You guys were vibing. Why didn't you just hold it down, girl? Why didn't you hold it down for your man? Okay, well, let me tell you. First of all, he wasn't really my man. Right, true. Um, it's um, the fact that he, he had a sentence. He had a 10-year sentence. So what did you do? And he oh. refused to tell me what he did. Uh-uh-uh. 10 years sounds serious. Yeah, you know, I look oh, corroborating, okay. you know, <laughs> I'm not condoning, mm. um, you know, yeah, robbery yeah. Or, or, you know, illegal activities or whatever else. But what I'm trying to say is something like that, you can kind of turn your head, but something more than that, you know, you, not really, right? I mean, I don't know, to be honest. I just feel like I think people make mistakes. And I think that if they did their time and they reformed and they want to do better, I mean, why not, right? Um, yeah, but... Yeah. No, there's some women who don't I mean of course especially if you have children like you don't want to marry an ex-convict right bring that to the house I mean mm. for, for some people right some might be like you know what I trust mm. it maybe that's their background they under maybe their uncles <laughs> or father was in that situation you know yeah. so then maybe they can yeah. be more sympathetic and understand how it goes but I think that's what I mean honesty is very important before you like string somebody along for that long get feelings involved and then you drop something like that like that's wasting people's time Mm, I've had a lot of wasted times I had a situation where I was on the app and um I met this guy and the first time we spoke we spoke for like hours and hours and we were on the phone till two in the morning Mm -hmm. we facetimed and everything and then 
you know, he would even FaceTime me around his family and everything. And then one time, <laughs> you know, I think back to it now and I'll start laughing because it was crazy. So we met up and okay. it was amazing. You know, he, he surprised me. He didn't do the generic take me out to dinner or watch a movie or anything like that. Yeah. You know, he took you me to like one of his little favorite little parks. He had a nice little pond with nice little ducks. And it, and it was a nice summer night. So he got a nice blanket out and he's got his nice little laptop out. And we watched a nice little movie, Under the Stars. It was so romantic. And he got all my favourite fruits, which I told him the first day we spoke on the phone. So the fact that he remembered it shows what that he was... Oh, tangerines. <laughs> I, like, I like tangerines. Okay, so you got you some tangerines. Yeah, so I got me some tangerines. And I told him some chocolates that I liked. He got some of them. And it was okay. really nice. Wait, Overall, I had so a wait. great day. Mm-hmm. wait so I, I just want to make a comment right so by that they usually say like if a guy remembers like the little details then that really shows that he cares right because guys mm-hmm. really don't remember these things so he's like trying mm-hmm. to impress you and trying to whatever but mm-hmm. there could be something else and I'm thinking like um why didn't you spend some money on me because that's just me like what do you mean taking me to a park okay I get it it's nice it is romantic right but in the back of my mind I'm gonna be thinking is something wrong with his financial? Okay. When, there was a time where he told me, like, oh, I feel kind of bad. I should have taken you somewhere more nice. And I was like, no, this is nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, so ahead. then what happened is um, he lived, like, an hour away from me. He dropped me home. And the whole time when he's dropping me home, he's holding my hand. You know when a guy's driving it, and then he's holding your hand and he's, like, kissing yeah. my hand? Yeah. He's, like, kissing my hand while he's driving it was amazing and he was like I really don't want you to leave and when we were together he wasn't being sleazy or anything you know like mm-hmm. wanting anything and like mm-hmm. you know he wasn't being sleazy or anything like that right. so yeah I went home and then the next day I called him and we spoke on the phone everything was fine but if a guy's not really interested in you in like regards to like the way you look physically he wouldn't really be giving you attention the next day so we spoke the next day we were fine like everything was fine and then he was like to me call me tomorrow after work I was like no problem went to work I tried to call him no response. Mm. Keep calling. So I thought, okay, maybe he lost his phone, left him alone. Next day came, nothing. The day after that came, nothing. So I, I sent text messages telling him I'm worried. Voice messages, everything. Um, nope, nothing. So then I go back onto the Muzmat site. And yeah. he's active on there. Like he's like, it's not like his his site. Oh, bear in mind when me and him started talking, he said to me, I've deleted my Muzmatch account. And I said, mm. I deleted my so I So he oh, was still gosh. on there. He had not deleted it. Mm-mm-mm. So you had to recreate one just to go see? Yeah, girl. <laughs> you know how no, we do. I feel you. No, and that's okay. But see, that's the thing. So I feel like, like, okay, a guy, okay, whose idea was it to delete Muzmatch? His. Okay, you see what I mean? I don't think I'm, like, no, no. <laughs> I don't think like you as or us as women who are not married to these guys should be following these kind of orders. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, look now what happened. Do you know what I mean? And then it also shows um, insecurity. Like once you secure the bag, then we can talk about, okay, of course I'm going to get off of Muzmatch. Like why would I be on there? But if it's like, we're just talking, we're getting to know each other, you know, I don't think, but yes. Mine is just pending. It's just hanging out there. So what happened then? Did you message him? What? Oh, yeah. I kept messaging him and he just kept ignoring me. And then I saw him online WhatsApp as well. So he's clearly mm. hasn't wow. lost his phone and he's online. Yeah. So I was just like, this is crazy. So I just left him alone. But I always wondered, like, 
what happened to him because he he would even tell me things like you know I really like you I won't mess things up if you don't I won't play games if you won't you know those type of things giving me hope mm. I actually thought I found the one yeah haha ha, what a joke that became <laughs> that's insane you know I think being ghosted is so disrespectful right not but I think it's a coward way to move you know like yeah. some people are just so non-confrontational but at the same time it's not good to be not so non-confrontational to the point like you don't even want to you know just tell the person be honest like help them out like you know what I'm saying like let them know like hey this isn't for me or maybe they're shy they just want to avoid it I don't know but how can they handle like what's the best way that he could have handled that you think who me yeah how do you think he should have handled that if he wasn't interested yeah well yeah like if he's not interested yeah guys <laughs> not interested in me and have messaged me and told me I don't think we're compatible I wish you the best and I respect that right for you to just ghost me it's like I don't know what I did and I want to know what I did do you know what I mean yeah 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 it's like putting it just makes your mind it keeps you thinking you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's miss miss mis- mixed messages mixed signals um I want to hear yeah. some of your stories though girl Okay, let's see. <laughs> my stories on Musmatch. Okay, I was talking to this guy. He's in my city. And this is something I just, it annoys me about guys that I'm talking to sometimes, some of them, um, especially like if they are like non-Arabic speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met this guy. He was like West African, whatever. We talked on the thing. And um you know, he was like, he was a revert, which is interesting. And, you know, I was like, okay, mashallah. It wasn't too much talking. Like for me, I don't like to waste too much time. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? What's your situation? So he's like, oh, mashallah, you speak Arabic. He goes, good. You can teach me. Da, da, da. I'm not trying to be anybody's teacher. I don't know. Does that sound like uh, horrible? <laughs> like, okay. Really. I don't know. I just feel like that's not. Okay. So you just like me because I speak okay. Arabic. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. Second, second thing was like, um. He tells me, I don't know how many kids he had, but mashallah, he had a lot of kids. And he's like, he wants more. And he said that he's actually already married, but he's looking for a second Ah. wife. (laughs) But he's looking for a second wife. And his wife is okay with this. Uh Was okay with it. I mean, it was just too much for me. Like, you know... Mm. I realized after going well, through so I many... Mean, I don't know. Would you ever contemplate polygamy? I mean... Being okay with that? To be honest, it's practiced in my family, like, you know, from my mom and my dad, the divorce, but, you know, my mother was a second wife. My father had has more than one wife, but... Personally, it just depends on case to case with me. It's not something, like, I'm looking forward to, right? But it's I'm also, like, what if... So what if, it would be, it wouldn't be for me because I'm possessive. So I already know so, my nature, you know. Is possessive something that is healthy? Not really. I'm working on it. I'm a working. I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Some women will say like, "I don't want to share my husband," and that's their right. They don't have to. But then to say like, "Oh no," you know, even the Sahabiat, they were jealous as well, 
And, you know, um, jealousy is just something in a woman. It's natural. It's normal um, to want to have all that affection and stuff. But I think for me and my experiences, I don't want to put that much trust in a man, (laughs) you know, to be my everything because he's just a man. You know what I mean? I want him to do what he needs to do. Right. Yeah. And let's say he wants to get another wife. What if I'm the first wife and then eventually he wants to get married and I have a good thing going like I'm good. I have my kids. Do I want to say like, oh, no, divorce me, whatever. You don't love me. No, I don't think I would be that way. I would yeah. just want to make sure that I am also taken care of. And, you know, as hard as that's going to be, especially if you really love him, you know, yeah. it's going to hurt. Right. But that's why, like, I never want to love somebody that much. Yeah, I always, you know, kind of save myself, save part of myself to myself that anytime this person can be gone, you know, even they can even like, you know, subhanAllah die, you know, or like you never want to be like this person personally because you do. And I never want to feel like, you know, so. You know, honestly, it's crazy because, you know, Two people could be married, but they're not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed that they will stay together. But why do people think that they kind of own people that they will stay with them forever? That's not guaranteed. You know, we don't owe each other that. Mm. So, do you believe in mm. like happily ever after? Do you believe in the one? Do you believe in that? <sighs> I do. I I do. <laughs> I really do. You're a hopeless romantic. I am a hopeless romantic. I really do believe in the one, a hundred percent. Mashallah. I feel like I feel like you can have more than one. The one, though, I don't feel yeah. like there's just one. The one. <laughs> I really don't believe. So that means not the one. Yeah. You can have more than the one. The one. Yeah. The one. The one for right now. It's only the one. <laughs> The one is only the one, isn't he? That's true. The the one until he's not the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times you felt like, oh, this is it. This is him. And then it's like, eh, eh. So many times for me. My relationships were just tragic, man. Like for me personally, yeah. My yeah. first ever relationship. Yeah. I, my first ever relationship um, was just shambolic I was young but my first true love was somebody who it's so crazy because now when I look back I I don't know if I can say it was love babe yeah I think it was infatuation it was a deep deep Mm -hmm. infatuation for this person like I was fully obsessed with them and I think that's what it was it was it was just obsession and possessiveness unhealthy and we were very mm. toxic for each other. And, you know, he didn't really care for me. It was more of, like, a classic case of I loved him. He didn't love me. You know that classic yeah. case. It was that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah. in it for so long, you know. Was he a narcissist now, looking back? Yes, absolutely. But I think I was deeply insecure as well. I think yeah. I just had Yeah, I had so that's much insecurity. That's how they attract us. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. it's attracted, right? They see something, okay, I give them this, this is what they, you know, this is what it is. It's like they prey on women who are insecure and broken. And, and I've been there too. And along my journey, I had to just really like that self-love mm-hmm. is real, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
so now you're looking back and you're like, it wasn't love. It was love. You did. It made you feel good. It made you feel like whatever. But it's uh, so mature of you now to see it and look back was a and, deep and know. Yeah. yeah. How would you know? Like, what advice would you give, you know, to sisters out there? With if there was, that was my situation, young, and this was like her first, what she thought was love. I would really say never. And I, you know, honestly, I wish my mom taught me this. I really do. Um, Do not, um, do not make, let a man validate you. Yes. Yeah. Don't let a man, um, don't look for validation with a man mm, through approval, a man. Approval, yeah. acceptance, approval, yeah. acceptance through a man. It and love yourself. Love, truly yourself. love yourself. Because if you what don't love yourself, no one will love you. And it's true. There, there was, there's a situation where I had a friend who was married, who got married to this girl. And he thought he was going to have like a really good marriage with her. And they kept things really halal, which means they didn't date. And obviously when you don't really date, you don't really get to know someone properly, right? Because you're not mm. allowed to cohabitate in all of these things in Islam. Cohabitation is not allowed, right? In Islam, yeah, right? It's not allowed, yeah. Yeah. So he gets married to this girl and she's completely a depressive. Wow. Like doesn't love herself, doesn't want to get out of bed, doesn't want to shower, doesn't want to wash her hair, brush her teeth just completely depressed subhanallah and then how can she then love him in a marriage if mm. she doesn't love him do you know what i mean so yeah. yeah that's what that's that's the type of advice that i would give what would you give i think getting to another person like i think you attract who you are not what you want so you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to know who mm-hmm. it is you got to know who it is, right, that you're with. You got to know who it is that you're marrying. You got to make sure. But first, yeah, loving yourself. Self-love means accepting yourself for who you are and working on being better while being patient and gentle and kind to yourself, but also holding yourself. Right? So when you do that, right, and self-respect as well. So as a self-respecting person, I wouldn't want to marry somebody who, let's say, is not also self-respecting and self-loving because they're not going to be able to respect or love me, just like you said. Now, if somebody has mental illness, like depression and stuff like that, that's a really good topic um, to talk about. But, you know, how do you deal with somebody who is depressed? Is that not self-love? This is mental illness. And I don't know if people can really control that much of it, how that's I mean, they don't love themselves because they have mental illness. I don't know, but it definitely shows that they are going through some stuff and they need care. So maybe this person would benefit from somebody who is very selfless and loves themselves and loves something about that person mm. to take care of them and love them until they can love themselves, you know, like those mm-hmm. goes. But it has to be his decision. He has to know that, like, hey, I suffer from this, this, and this. Right? This is something you got to mm. tell somebody. You can't just trap Yeah, Islamic as well. If you have a medical condition you ha- or a mental condition, you have to tell the person you're with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I think that self-love is very important and we were not taught that. So, we've made so many mistakes as a on mm. relationships and we've learned and we've lost, you know, I have, I'm optimistic. I feel like there is 
like real love and that, but two people have to be on the same level. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They got to be open and honest about what they go through, about what challenges they face and just be here. This is who I am. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was great. What should we talk about on our yeah. next episode? Ooh. <laughs> this episode should be interesting. Um, yeah. I think we should just kind of dive deep and try to put like more of like who we are in what we say, you know? Okay, okay. So then maybe I share a story of my first marriage yeah. <laughs> and how that went and I down. Can do this okay. Yeah, and I can do this. Because we were young as well. So as grown women now, we're not young girls. You know, we're grown women right now. We can yeah. share like an insight to it and we can obviously compare it to the others and, you know, things like yeah. that. You know, through yeah. what we do, what um, this podcast, we're going to be kind of like on the way giving insight and advice, you know. Hopefully mm-hmm. um, a younger demographic as well could benefit a lot, you know, because obviously, you know. We've been there. Um, we, yeah, we've been there, done that. And now we can give the advice and be like, look out for this, red flag this, you know, kind of like big sisters. Exactly. That's what I mean. But the thing is, it's like when we are giving these advice and all of that, it's because we've actually experienced it, right? Experience is wisdom. So this is mm-hmm. what, do you know what I mean? So coming out there, like being out there, like I also appreciate you for, you know, coming on here and, doing this with me because it's really it takes a lot of to come up here and just be open and a lot of Mm self-awareness and self-secure security to be up and say like yeah this is me this is what happened and you know just be careful be aware that because when we don't when we do that it helps so many people instead of people like saying no i have to say face i don't want to be embarrassed which is okay as well maybe you know but we'll do it for you you know what i'm saying send us in your stories at nikahandacity at gmail.com so we can share your stories for you we will read them out and we can be your voice for the you know for the voice will be anonymous of course it will be anonymous of course it will be anonymous. Yes. So we can share it and bring it out and see who else is going through that and what opinions and wisdom maybe they have to share, right? Because we want to make this a community. Yes. Great. So we're going to sign off for now. For now. Yeah. For now. See you guys later. Assalamu alaikum. See ya. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs>